It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find me on Twitter at StaceGots or at the Locked On Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. It'll be a positive one because the Yankees won again last night. We'll talk about the game, we'll discuss James Paxton's performance, and we'll look ahead to the series against the Tigers, which begins tonight in Comerica Park. But first, you can get Locked on Yankees and all other Locked on podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. So last night was a good night for the Yankees. They beat the Red Sox again. They ended their season series against the Red Sox 14-5. and They won their 95th game of the season. And with that win, they eliminated the Red Sox from the AL East race. Bye, 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 bye. It took a while for the scoring to begin last night because both starters looked good. Eduardo Rodriguez has been the Red Sox ace all season, and he kept the Yankees off the board for the first five innings. And the person to break through against him was Austin Romine, who hit a home run that wrapped around the pesky pole in the fifth inning. It was a one-run shot, so it was still an uncomfortable game until the seventh inning when the Yankees scored three more runs. I don't trust, I don't even trust three or four run leads in Fenway because Any game can turn on a dime in Fenway, no matter how the Red Sox are doing overall in the season. So I was a little uncomfortable watching last night, just because you never know. And when the Yankees scored their runs in the seventh inning, it was against Darwinson Hernandez, who replaced Eduardo Rodriguez. Now Gio Urshela got things started right away with a home run. After Cameron Mabin struck out swinging, Austin Romine hit a double. After a wild pitch, Austin Romine moved to third. Then DJ LeMahieu knocked him in with a single. Trevor Kelly replaced Hernandez. Aaron Judge hit a double. And LeMahieu moved to third. Then Gleyber Torres hit a sack fly to score LeMahieu. And Edwin Encarnacion flied out to end the inning. The Yankees tacked on a run in the top of the ninth. After Austin Romine walked, DJ LeMahieu flied out to Mookie Betts. Then Aaron Judge walked. After a mound visit, Labor Torres hit a single, and Austin Romine advanced to third, Judge to second. Edwin Encarnacion flied out to Mookie Betts, but it wasn't enough of a flyout for Romine to score. Then Luke Voigt hit a single, and that was enough for Romine to score. Judge moved up to third, Torres moved up to second. After a mound visit, Colton Brewer replaced Mike Shaw Arin. I'm not sure how that said. I was watching the game in a bar, so I don't even, (laughs) I don't know how that name is said. Sorry, Mike. Then Brett Gardner struck out swinging to end the inning, so the Yankees were up 5-0. 
Corey Gearin pitched a scoreless eighth inning after Zach Britton replaced James Paxton in the seventh inning. And Tyler Lyons came in the ninth inning to replace Corey Gearin. He got Chris Owings to strike out swinging. Gorky's Hernandez to ground out. Jackie Bradley Jr. singled. And then Mookie Betts grounded out to end the game. Yankees win 5-0. Again, this knocks out the Red Sox from the AL East race. Bye bye Some quick numbers. Gio Urshela's home run in the seventh inning was his 19th of the season, just like we all expected. Austin Romines was his seventh. Romine had a good night last night. He was two for two with two walks and an RBI, and he scored three times. Urshela was two for four with his run scored and the RBI on his own home run. Judge was two for four. Torres was two for four. Voigt was two for five. So it was a good night overall for the Yankees in Fenway. One more thing I'd like to add. The Yankees apparently were blasting New York, New York in the visitors clubhouse at Fenway. This is a callback to when the Red Sox eliminated the Yankees in the playoffs and played New York, New York in their clubhouse. So yeah, Some Yankee fans think that the team has more important things to worry about than whether or not the Red Sox are making the playoffs. But hey, if you have a direct hand in eliminating your biggest rival from the AL East division race, you can do whatever the hell you want. The Yankees could have breakdanced in the locker room and I wouldn't have cared last night. Some people need to chill out. Remember to get this show, subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Yankees. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code Locked On. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? You would stride to the plate and hit a first pitch home run every time? Well, now you can return to your glory days, increase your performance, and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Just think of it as a PED that won't get you suspended. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I wouldn't take them on the subway because they're chewable and they work up to twice as fast as a pill. But if you want your lady to take a fun, long ride on your D-train, Blue Chew is for you. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. And what's more, Blue Chew is cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code MLB. You just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. The Trenton Thunder are the only Yankees affiliate left playing in the minor leagues because they're in the Eastern League Championship Series. And their rotation is Jordan Montgomery, 
Luis Severino, Clark Schmidt, and Mike King. Dellen Batances will be coming out of the bullpen after Jordan Montgomery pitches today, so you kind of have to feel bad for their opponents because they're facing Major League players, but not too bad. The Yankees' magic number to clinch the AL East is... Nine. They remain tied with the Astros, who have gone on an offensive attack the past couple of games. They beat the Mariners 21-1, to and then they dropped 15 runs on the poor A's yesterday. They hit seven home runs. Robinson Chirinos and Jordan Alvarez each had two, and Jordan Alvarez hit a ball into the right field upper deck in Minute Maid Park, something that hadn't happened since September of 2000 when Jeremy Burnitz did it. So the Astros are scary right now. The Yankees and Astros are tied for the best record, but the Astros own the tiebreaker. So the Yankees really need to try and pull ahead of them in order to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Let's discuss James Paxton's performance last night. He went six and two-thirds, gave up four hits, walked three, struck out seven, didn't give up any runs. So not as dominant as his previous performance, but still really good. He gave up one extra base hit that was a double to Jackie Bradley Jr. That came in the third inning. It was off a four-seam fastball. Let's break down the pitches. He threw 107 total in those six and two-third innings. He threw 63 four-seam fastballs, 11 cutters, 33 knuckle curves. He got five swinging strikes, nine called strikes, 19 fouls, and 12 balls in play on the four-seamer. His max velocity was 97.9. The 11 cutters yielded three swinging strikes, one called strike. The knuckle curve, four swinging strikes, seven called strikes, Six fouls, five balls in play. All three singles that he gave up were off his four-seamer. And his seven strikeouts, three on the knuckle curve, three on the four-seamer, one on his cutter. Like I said in yesterday's show, if James Paxton and Jay Happ are figuring it out now, this is perfect timing, and hopefully it'll last into October. It's time for an injury update. Mike Tockman was diagnosed with a calf strain in his left leg. It's a grade two, and it'll keep him out of action for approximately six to eight weeks. He's out for the rest of the season, which is sad because he came to the Yankees. People didn't know who the hell he was. He hit 277, 361, 504 with 13 home runs across 296 plate appearances, which works out to 87 games. So he did a nice job filling in while other Yankees were injured, including Giancarlo Stanton, who is logging simulated at-bats in the complex in Tampa. Boone said that Stanton could be ready to play for the Yankees during their final homestand of the season. The issue in Cameron Maven's left wrist could actually require surgery after the season, but he still believes he can contribute before the end of the season. There's bad news with regards to Aaron Hicks, who has a right flexor strain. He's in California seeking a second opinion on his elbow. 
He injured it back on August 3rd, and he has not been able to resume throwing, so his season could be over. Remember all those jokes about the Yankees having too many outfielders? Yeah. The Yankees are starting a three-game series in Detroit tonight. There's no starter listed for tonight yet. It's 12 noon. I'm recording this late because I slept late. Apparently your girl needed some sleep. But Edwin Jackson will be facing the Yankees. It'll be his second start against them this year. He pitched on June 2nd while still with the Blue Jays, and he gave up six runs in three and one-third innings in a 6-2 loss. The person with the most at-bats against Jackson is DJ LeMayhew. It's only 11, but he's batting 455 with two runs batted in. So like I said, there's no starter listed for the Yankees. And if you're thinking, hey, maybe they're going to put CC Sabathia in, you're wrong because he's starting tomorrow night. He'll be facing off against Matt Boyd. Sabathia will be returning from the injured list once again because of his bulky right knee. I know all about that. I have one myself. He said it's manageable for now. He also believes he can throw between 75 and 80 pitches. So we'll see. Miguel Cabrera has faced CC the most, only 11 times, but he's batting 091. As for Boyd, he's won his last two starts, but he didn't get a decision way back on April 3rd against the Yankees. He allowed only one run in six and one-third innings in a Tigers win. The person who has faced Boyd the most is Edwin Encarnacion, who's faced him 24 times. He's only batting 208, but he's hit a home run and he's collected three runs. In Thursday's finale at Comerica Park, it's Jay Happ against Spencer Turnbull. Happ has a 15 and one-third inning scoreless streak. His last two starts, he struck out 12 batters. He's allowed only three hits in that scoreless streak, and that was against the A's and the Red Sox. So he's doing this against potent offenses, which is a good sign. Turnbull has not faced the Yankees, but he's 0-10 with three no decisions in his last 14 starts, and he hasn't won a game since winning against the Braves way back on May 31st. None of the Yankees obviously have faced him. And as for the Tigers against Hap, Miguel Cabrera has faced him the most at 14 times. He's only batting 214. And just in case you had forgotten, the Yankees lost their series against the Tigers at the beginning of the season. So they're 1-2 and two against them right now. They're looking for a bit of revenge. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Tuesday. And I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.